Hello and welcome to the Bible for Worship at St. Paul Lutheran Church on this third Sunday in Lent when our Gospel reading is written in the second chapter of John's Gospel, verses 13 through 22. The Passover of the Judeans was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple precinct, he found sellers of cattle, sheep, and pigeons, as well as comfortably seated converters of coins. From cords, he made a whip and drove them all out of the temple precinct, together with the sheep and cattle, and swept away the coins of the money changers, overturning the tables. He said to the pigeon sellers, Take all this away. Do not make my father's house a marketplace. His students recalled that it was written, Indignation for your house will consume me. The Judeans objected and said to him, What sign are you showing us by doing this? Jesus replied and said, Take this temple down, and in three days I will raise it. Then the Judeans said, this temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you can raise it in three days? Yet he spoke of the temple of his body. When he was raised from the dead, his students remembered that he said this and had faith in the scripture and in the word that Jesus spoke. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, this certainly is among the most dramatic scenes that we see in any of the Gospels, in part because we're just not accustomed to seeing Jesus really angry, and in part because it takes place in the Jerusalem temple, the seat of Israelite Jewish religion in his day, the central place of holiness in the people and the country. Now, the fact that Jesus says, tear down this temple and I will rebuild it in three days, has made it easy, frankly, far too easy, for far too many people to see this as Jesus saying, tear down Judaism and build a new religion on me. And that, of course, would be Christianity. But this is not only problematic in terms of the way that that interpretation has played out in history with persecution of Jews, not only by the church, but by others as well. But it's not even authentic to the story as we read it. Even the last line of this story says, no, that's not what's meant. Because the author of the Gospel, John, says that Jesus was not talking about destroying the Jerusalem temple. He was talking about his body, about his body, his death and resurrection. And the other thing to note here is that this takes place at the Passover. And in this section of John's Gospel, Jesus is engaged with various festivals of the Jewish people here at Passover, also at Sukkot, or the Fall Harvest Festival, at Hanukkah, the festival of dedication of this very temple in which he stands. 
and with Shabbat, the weekly Sabbath. Here, he's engaged with Passover. And at Passover, the theme for the people of God in Israel is very much moving from death to life, from the deadly slavery and oppression of Egypt to life as God's people, life in the promised land, life in the Jewish way of life that God would teach them. So, too, it seems here that Jesus is speaking of a sign that shows that God is still in the business of taking people from death to life, his death to his new resurrected life. And so John says at the very end of this story that after he was raised, his disciples remembered this. It became the sign for which the Judeans in the story had asked. The sign that what Jesus was doing was in fact of God. As much of God as the Exodus had been. And what was Jesus doing in the temple? He was challenging a system in which what God has given as holy, a system for atoning for sin, for renewing right relationships with God, for putting things right between the people and God, what God had given as holy for the life and the restoration of the whole people, Jesus challenged because, in his words, it had become a marketplace. His message for those in the temple that day was that what God has given as holy, we should not cheapen or turn simply into our own profit. And what he said to them in the temple that day, he says also to us. What is it God has given us as holy? Our bodies, our talents, our community, our earth. Whatever it is we see that God has given us as holy, we dare not cheapen or simply turn to our prophet. If it is holy, we ask, how does God want this to function in the world? That is what will keep it holy. It was what kept the temple holy. It's what keeps the Jewish people holy. It's what keeps us as Christians holy, collectively and individually, respecting God's word and God's will about the things that God gives us is what allows us to acknowledge them as holy. God bless.